Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to Studio K on Muskoka Magazine. This is your host, Joe Jordan. Studio K, where curiosity is ignited, conversations are genuine, and connections are celebrated. The ordinary becomes extraordinary. Good morning. Welcome to Studio K. I'm here today with Laura Sunday, Community Relations Director at YWCA Muskoka. Welcome, Laura. Hi, Joe. Good to see you, and thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, and it's good to see you. I um, noticed on social media that uh, the Walk a Mile in Their Shoes event is coming back, and it's the first year, it's a, or it is the first in-person fundraiser you've had since COVID. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It's really exciting, and I'm glad you noticed on social media because we're trying to get the word out to all of Muskoka um, because we're really excited that it is our first in-person fundraiser since the pandemic began. We've held uh, quite a few online fundraising initiatives, but this is our first one that feels more normal. Um, and it's going to be on Sunday, May 29th, so a few weeks away. And uh, I think a lot of people in the community are familiar with Walk a Mile. Um, and so it's back and it's bigger. We've partnered with Muskoka Pride this year. Muskoka Pride has always been one of our biggest champions um, of Walk a Mile. They've shown up every year. They always have a team. They're always so supportive. And we have partnered with them and we've tweaked the name a little bit. It's Walk a Mile in their shoes this year, as you mentioned. Um, and that's to kind of expand um, the knowledge about gender-based violence and the educational piece that is really important to walk a mile. Um, gender-based violence, of course, affects women, but it also affects um, trans and gender diverse people significantly, including in this community. And so we just, um, we're not changing the event, we're just broadening the scope of it. And um, the other thing that's different this year is that it's not just, a, typically it's been men walking. This year, it's for everybody, all genders, all ages, come out and walk a mile and wear your most comfortable shoes. We're also not really doing the heels this year. They've kind of had their day. Um, they were fun. And now it's more about um, coming together in solidarity as a community um, for violence prevention in Muskoka. Right. And I think, you know, in the days of the high hills or you know, it was almost like there was this lightness of men wearing high heels. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the issues are so huge now. I mean, they were huge back then too, but it seems like people are more aware of them and your focus, the focus is a little deeper. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, yeah it's, and it's a decision we've just, it's taken a few years for us to come to the decision. It's just, um, you know, if you're absolutely desperate for a pair of high heels, you could come pick them up from our office, but we're not going to be handing them out this year. Um, and you're right. I think over the past few years, I know as our staff team, and I think as a community, we've just learned a lot um, about some, um, you know, issues that require us all to be a little more inclusive and think critically about some of these issues. 
And so um, we're working really hard to try to be more inclusive. And, uh, you know, the Y has always been a leader and of, you know, prevention work and also educational work in our community. And so it's really important to us to be that voice that represents people who don't always have a voice at the table. And so, um, you know, but at the same time, it's still a really lighthearted event. Um, it's going to be, there's going to be music. Michelle Emson's going to DJ for us. Um, it's in Memorial Park. There'll be some booths set up with drinks being handed out. Um, and uh, it's a really fun and family-friendly event. I bring my three kids. Um, it's it's a lighthearted day um, about a serious issue. So I think that everybody is welcome. And the Lions, uh, Bracebridge Lions Club is also going to host a barbecue after the walk um, in the park. So, you know, I think we should all come out and celebrate the nice weather that we finally have. Come out with your family go for a walk to support a good cause and uh, and then have a barbecue after. So I think it's going to be a really great day. Right. I think, um, you know, gender-based violence, I, it's not a new term, but I think it can be a little confusing mm -hmm. uh, to people. And I did a, a lot of reading about it today. Can you just, I mean, you already have spoken to it, but again, Gender-based violence, can you give the, your concise sort of definition and, and how it has become a more inclusive and important term? Yeah, I mean, we we used in the industry, there's different terms, right? There's, you know, domestic violence, intimate partner violence, um, gender-based violence, and it all speaks to the same thing. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, women... It's violence that can occur, you know, when we talk about women and domestic violence, um, you know, women are murdered by their intimate partner. I think it's the statistic is something like one every six days. I mean, it's a huge, huge issue. And in the pandemic, what we saw um, as a YW movement across the country is that you know, women were at home and sometimes it was not a safe place to be. They were isolating in, an, in a very dangerous environment, which was their home. So unfortunately, there was a rise. Um, and also times of crisis also exacerbate um, intimate partner violence. So it was a it was not a good time for women who were experiencing that. And, you know, in the past year alone, we've gave out six more December 6th loans to help women leave a violent situation um, and when we talk about gender-based violence so so that intimate partner violence is included in the bigger term of gender-based violence but gender-based violence also includes like for example trans kids at school are much higher risk of being harassed and bullied um, they experience um, you know trans people in general and gender diverse people they experience gender or violence at a disproportional rate to someone who would be heterosexual um, or, or um, cisgender. Um, so I think it's really important to know that that term is really a term that, that is um, inclusive of anyone who experiences violence strictly because of their gender and how they identify and who they are. Um, and so that's why we're, we're using the term gender-based violence, and that's why we've partnered with Muskoka Pride this year to try to 
educate the community and ourselves more about about that and what it means and who it's who it's affecting here at home in our community. Right. I think it is important at, you know, who knows where this pandemic, the route, the path it's going to continue to take, but if you are someone who is interested in social issues, you really almost have to re-educate yourself um, with the issues because they're constantly changing and evolving, which is good. But mm-hmm. but I find even, you know, when I am going to do an interview, I have to go online and re-educate myself almost. Mm-hmm. Is Where is this issue right now? Yeah, and you're not alone in that, even as a staff team. I mean, I think the most important thing for us is that, you know, to listen and be open-minded and if something is if you're learning something new that maybe is uncomfortable or it doesn't fit in with what you typically like how you typically thought about an issue like just I think what we've tried to do is just really listen and approach things with an open mind and for us it's always about the impact you know at the end of the day if this is if something is even if we don't fully understand an issue the fact is, is that people are being harmed by the issue. So it's all about people and who it's impacting. So when I think about it, I think about like, you know, kids, for example, um, trans youth are at a huge um, increased risk of suicide. And just by using proper pronouns, their preferred pronouns, you actually decrease, decrease their risk of suicide. Like that to me is like worth it then you know like you're saving lives by being open-minded and being loving and inclusive and so as a staff team that's our approach to these things and um we're always learning and we're always growing at the YW right thank goodness you're there and you're educating the public we're going to take a little bit of a break and when we get back we'll talk more about other services and events that are happening at the Y By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Studio K. I'm here today with Laura Sunday, Communications, Community Relations Director at the YWCA. Hi, Laura. Welcome back. Hey, Joe. We spent the first part of the show talking mostly about uh, Walk a Mile in Their Shoes, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, I know that most of those funds go into youth services. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, there's a really important connection between violence prevention work, and at the YW, a big part of our work is prevention. So we're not the organization that necessarily intervenes at the point of crisis. We don't run the women's shelters in Muskoka, another group. Um, MYAG does that, and they do a great job of that. We do a lot of work around prevention. So when we talk about um, gender-based violence prevention, um, a lot of it stem goes back to youth and reaching youth during their most formative years. Um, And so, you know, the Y for 25 years now has been running programs for youth that um, build their self-esteem and increase their confidence and their general well-being. Um, They also, there's a huge component of educating them about healthy relationships and conflict resolution. 
Um, so all of those things, if you reach youth, you know, starting as young as possible, but our programs typically start in grade five and run all the way up through high school. Um, you know, you reach those kids while they're still learning and absorbing all of those important messages. Um, and so a lot of the funding that we raise from Walk a Mile goes, will be funneled into our youth programming for the, for next fall and winter to run programs throughout Muskoka in the schools, but also at our offices in Bracebridge after school and their programs for all genders. We run, run a boys program and a girls program and um, gender diverse youth are always welcome to join. Um, we have some that are, we ran Youth Co-Unite, which was for all genders as well. Um, and so we actually just opened up our registration for um, our youth summer camps. It's a Girls Unplugged. And there actually are still spots available in our Huntsville camp, which runs in July. So if you're interested, um, uh, it starts from grade five and I believe run those programs up to grade eight or nine. Um, you can go to our website at YWCA Muskoka um, to, to find out about availability for our camps this summer. Um, and I also wanted to mention that we really are looking for more walkers for Walk a Mile before we get off the Walk a Mile topic. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. So, walk yeah, back. no, Let's no, walk I forgot back. to mention it. We'll walk it back. Um, but we would love to see you come out and walk so you can register as a team or as an individual. You don't have to be on a team, you can just come out and walk. Um, but we'd love to get your registration beforehand if possible. So you could go to our website, which is Walk a Mile Muskoka. Dot com, um, or you can get to it from our main website, which is ywcmuskoka.com and register. Or if you don't want to walk, you can still show up and cheer them on, or you can make a, a donation to any of the teams or individuals um, at our website. So we hope to see uh, as many people as possible there on Sunday, May the 29th. Is there a fee to enter, like a race or no, anybody? Can no, there's no fee. There's no fee to walk. I mean, we do recommend that you kind of set a personal fundraising goal for yourself. Um, but, um, you know, whatever you can raise is wonderful to us. It's more about getting people out and interacting with them. Um, and, uh, yeah, just getting people out to, it's in Bracebridge at Memorial Park this year. And it starts at 11 a.m. on the Sunday on May 29th, right? Yeah. And um, I'm sure you will have, you'll accept donations right on site also if people yes, show up. Yes, of course. And, and we'll also accept registrations that morning too. Okay. If you haven't registered and you wake up and you feel like coming out, just come on out to Memorial Park in Bracebridge. Okay. All right. Um, and I know you have a committee that's put this all together, correct? Is it a volunteer committee or? Yeah, um, it is. Um, you know, there's a few staff members from the YW and there's some, um, there's volunteers affiliated with Muskoka Pride, um, including Sean Forth, who you know. Um, so we're working together. And then, of course, we have a few community volunteers. But interestingly enough, we, you know, in COVID, our, you know, our volunteer numbers dropped, understandably. People were staying mm -hmm. home. And so local charities are really trying to encourage more people to get back out there and start volunteering again. So that's my little plug for local charities to start, you know, if you can and you have the capacity to give through volunteering, um, 
Right. Get out there and do it. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's a good segue. I think um, because I'm pretty familiar and connected to the Circles program. You are. I'm wondering yeah. if they're always kind of looking for allies, right? Yeah, our, our Circles program is a poverty reduction or a, or um, an economic resilience building program. It's it's an amazing structure, which you could speak more to than I could, actually, because you're so heavily involved and you're such a champion of it. Um, but really, um, we partner kind of community leaders. So people that are looking to, you know, live, get out of poverty and increase their you know economic resilience. And they're partnered with what we call allies. Um, so it's, you know, we call it an intentional friendship that we make and bring people together um, to help lift people out of poverty. And right now they're looking for community allies. So if you're a community member that um, wants to get involved um, and create new friendships and relationships, you can reach out to YWCA Muskoka and we will tell you more about the program. But we are looking for more allies right now. Right. And I, I mean, I won't speak a lot to it. And we've had we've had Callie and other people on to talk about circles. But yeah. I've often said that if everybody in a community had to belong to a circle of leaders and allies, we'd have an amazing community because yeah, I agree. It just increases your understanding and your perspective of uh, of economics and poverty and, and the whole situation. And, you know, I'm six years out and have a wonderful friendship um, that, that evolved out of that. So, yes, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things one could get involved in at the Y. Um, you talked a little bit about uh, your meeting in September for direction, if people yeah. are interested. What's, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so this is a um, it's our 25th anniversary as YWC Muskoka. Um, so 25 years ago, a group of local women came together and uh, they were really looking for to fill some gaps that existed in the community, which were involved. You know, there was a lack of mentorship for for girls and, um, you know, programs that supported women. And so they created and founded YWC Muskoka, which is part of a much bigger movement. Um, there are YWs across the country and across the globe. So um, this is our 25th anniversary as a Muskoka member association of YW. And the other interesting thing is that um, it's also our strategic planning year. So um, every five years we get together and create our strategic plan for the next five years. And um, we're really excited that this is this is falling in this particular year because, uh, you know, the past few years have been really a game changer, I think, in so many ways locally and across the globe. And so if you are a member, um, we're a member based organization as well. I know you're a member. Um, and uh, if you want to be involved in our strategic planning session as a YW member, um, we welcome you. And uh you can, if you'd like to become a YW member, you can go on our website and purchase your membership. It's by donation and it's a lifetime membership. And it really connects you to a bigger movement of YWs across the country. They do a lot of advocacy work at a national level um, and across the globe. So we're really excited. And I guess I would say stay tuned for more information about things we're going to do this fall around our 25th anniversary. Right. So the walk a mile in their shoes may 29th 11 o'clock did you say 
Yeah, registration and you can show up at 11. The walk is at noon and then a barbecue will follow in Memorial Park in Bracebridge. So if you haven't had any connection with the Y before, this would be a great event to go out to, uh, to meet people. I'm sure you'll have your information there about your other programs. Uh, I also the girls unplugged if you have some a young person who would like to get involved in something this summer that's another program I I can't speak highly enough about I know that when I taught the the girls that some of the girls that from my class that were in girls unplugged it truly was a lifesaver for them Um, Mm -hmm. so wonderful programs so i would encourage people get out for the walk and find out more about the why or if you already know about the why reconnect this is an in-person event so it would be it'll be great to see everyone yeah we're looking forward to it okay thank you so much laura and uh we'll talk again thanks joe we always i love coming on Thanks for joining us in Studio K. Have a wonderful day, and remember that if you look closely at everything that surrounds you, the ordinary might just become extraordinary.